Currently in Roanoke at the Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport, it's 53 degrees. Lynchburg Airport has 55. And the Danville Airport, I mean, it's downright warm there. Yeah. 63. 91 years celebrating at the uh, Roanoke Blacksburg Regional Airport. Wow. First flight went out there at, in 1933. Wow. That's just cray cray. Yeah. Just to think about and, that. And to think that I don't like to fly now. That's <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's pre-World War II. Right. You know, so it is 8.06 on the morning, Jam. We love having this guy, especially when he's willing to talk about cookies. He is the political analyst, though, for many of the uh, TV stations, and we're privileged to have him on the Virginia Talk Radio Network, Dr. Bob Denton this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, indeed. And we're going to address the cookie question. Let's get the important stuff out of the way first. Uh, what's your What's your favorite cookie, sir? Well, you know, I don't have a sweet tooth. I don't eat desserts. I have a black Russian or a second martini. What I, do. <laughs> I love it. Well, good for you. Oh, see, uh, sweets are not my my thing either. Uh, yeah, I get it. I'll I'll make yeah. them for my kids and stuff, but that's not what I'm tempted by. It's usually the the salty stuff that'll get savory yeah nuts and things like that well we just had the uh, new hampshire you know primary take place and of course nikki haley came in you know she did okay i mean she i think it was 43.1 trump had 54.5 that was the last number i saw yesterday that may have changed just slightly 11 point lead um significant but not enough for her to jump out of the race and we've got a lot of people asking well nikki why are you staying in and you have a take on that well, I mean, there are several things, um, uh, both short-term and long-term. Look, the next two weeks are critical for her. Is she going to have the money? Are the Koch brothers and others, are they going to fund her? And how far, but certainly can run a race in South Carolina. Did she get a bump in the polls? We'll see. She goes back and says, look, I was your governor twice, and this is what I did. I am a South Carolinian. I have served you and what have you, and kind of take a head-to-head look in terms of trying to be viable, still be very close. If she goes in second, then can she go in terms of Super Tuesday? The backstory on this is, though, it's about delegates. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the collecting of delegates, and 42% of voters said Trump wouldn't be fit to serve mm. as president if convicted of a crime. That's up from 31% from the exit polls in Iowa. Oh, wow. The thinking is, the thinking is, come summer mm-hmm. and fall, Trump is going to be up to his eyeballs in court. Yeah. And allegations in 91, if he starts then going down a little bit, she is collecting delegates. If yeah. it gets to the convention, okay, I have all these states. Yeah, I came in second. If Trump is really in bad shape, there may be a decision last person standing good lord it's like the world's worst game of chicken that we're playing but as a short-term strategy can i survive south carolina get the money let me make my appeal but listen you got to see some movement within two weeks right two weeks or so it's not until the actual uh, voting then so there's a long-term strategy and in the meantime let's also be clear about this The longer that, even in South Carolina, that helps Biden because a two-person race benefits him. Mm -hmm. It puts more damage in terms of going against uh, Trump. 
And Trump didn't have a good couple of weeks. I mean, he's beginning to look favor Biden a little bit in that memory and where am I and was I and where was I and that kind of uh, he referred to Nikki as Nancy Pelosi several times in a row in a speech just recently. Mm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, and, and you put all those clips together. Yeah, they look about as bad as Biden's all those clips together. Right, yeah. and um, so the next two weeks are really kind of uh, kind of critical. But there is a long term strategy. For example, out of New Hampshire, Trump got twelve delegates. Haley got nine. Oh, okay. So she got nine. I, I was thinking it was eight. So she's even better than I thought by one. Yeah. And one makes a difference at this point. Yeah. Well, it's about the delegates. And that's why, okay, if Trump gets in the quicksand with all this legal stuff mm-hmm. and it continues, would there be a choice at the convention? And obviously, the only other person with delegates is Haley. Now, I will tell you something that's very critical. If she could get a debate with Trump before the South Carolina primary and call him chicken, what? You you say you want to do Biden, you won't even debate a woman? What's wrong with you? Right. Yeah, that might get him. She could goad him because the first thing he did when he stand up winning New Hampshire was what? Who's that lady in the pretty dress Mm. coming out as if she was winning? I mean, that bugged Mm -hmm. him. Her coming out early, which was smart, that actually came from... Um, Clinton kind of a, a factoid when yeah. he comeback kid when he really at that point not so much so but it was about the framing that speech she gave was one of the best I've heard her period right on point um, coming out early smart so, but you so can't you, you can't deny though that Lindsey Graham Tim Scott yeah. that certainly is going to hurt her in North Car- uh, South Carolina I don't see how it cannot and the governor. And that is um, absolutely true, and, and, and I must say I was surprised at Tim Scott. I didn't know that he wanted to be VP so bad. Right. Uh, that, 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 um, that, I don't know, of course, that's just me, but it, it, that bothered me. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, you, but you're absolutely right there. Um, Trump has a lot, but can she make the appeal? Yeah. Look what I did. Sure. And look what he did with among the independents, but also in terms of the women. Mm-hmm. And um, so it might be competitive. But again, if she comes in single digit, even close to South Carolina, people say, well, now you're done. No, if the money if is the there, money's there. Yeah. Do you think they, it on for delegates? I think, you know, there's this whole idea of they continue on, even though they a lot of them say, well, we're continuing on to the next. And then they resign within 24 hours. I think in the Nikki Haley camp, they really believe that she can pull this off, don't they? Well, there is that. But even more importantly, sorry to say this in a way. That's okay. The big shots with Coke and all of those with their money. Yeah. They are never Trumpers. Mm -hmm. How much of their own wealth are they willing to spend because they do not want Trump on the ballot? And here's another thing. Third-party candidates will play a role like never before. Yeah. Like never campaigned before. Mm -hmm. And you're looking at collective, whether it's uh, no labels, whether it's all the others there, um, you start taking 14 15%, it's going to be critical. That's part of the calculus. And so that's another thing is what will the role of 
third parties play, and that can make a difference in some of the states that we're not. For the first time, so about two weeks ago, I started getting and some of the interactions or what have you, seeing some of the activity that, guess what? Right now, Virginia is in play for the Republicans. Popularity of Youngkin, mm-hmm. going to be played a little bit there. Democrats have some Virginia, like, oh my goodness, not quite as blue or guaranteed. Virginia might be among the first, you know, 10 or so swing states that they're looking at. And part of that is calculus is the impact of potential third party. So right now it's all kind of cloudy, but it's very dynamic in terms of. So you've got to get beyond South Carolina, look Mm -hmm. at the broader picture going into the fall, and some of the negative in terms of still 60% of the people do not want to see Biden or Trump. So this is a very unique and dynamic situation going forward. What are we going to find out? And we touched on this when you and I talked on the phone before we went live here. What are we going to learn about Nikki Haley in the next 30 days that we didn't want to know? Well, um, all the opposition research is going to be thrown out. The closer and the more Nikki Haley moves in the polls, the more you're going to hear everything from very personal about infidelity, mm-hmm. um, some financial things coming. Trump has already hinted at, like, what well, should be investigated and be financed and, you know, all this stuff. Um, and so it's all there and ready. Mm-hmm. Chris LaTavita, who is running Trump's campaign, you know he's a Virginian. Mm-hmm. Um, he had worked on the George Island campaigns. His daughter is actually the communication director of the uh, lieutenant governor here in Commonwealth of Virginia right now. Oh, wow. He will, former Marine uh, and and Purple Heart uh, in service to this nation, um, it'll be hardball, I'm just going to tell you right now. Right. So the closer and more competitive it gets, the more that you're going to see, and it's going to be anything and everything. Um, and um, from financial, from the infidelities and and. and, and uh, other things that will be uh, will be rolling out to try to destroy the character. I, w- I want you to fast forward, and this is not fair, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to fast <laughs> fast forward to November, and it's election night. And let's just assume that we're going to know some real numbers election night. I hope to God that we do. Um, but let's say Virginia leans towards Trump. Florida is going to go Trump. What's the other state on the East Coast that's sort of iffy if it goes Trump that he could run the table if Florida and Virginia, let's say, go Trump? What's that other other state along this eastern coast or maybe working towards the Midwest that's one that like, oh, my God, it's going Trump? Well, there's some question about North Carolina, even mm-hmm. though right now it's a it's a it's a pink um, and, um, and so if you're talking about a critical switch and must win, I think, um, uh, North Carolina certainly has to be there. A way of looking at it is, is what would be the, the real battleground states and whether it still survives till then. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, but I would say 
of course, the presumption is North Carolina is going to be one of those kind of in play, but it's leaning toward Republican. Um, but that's hard to, boy, that's hard to see. I was surprised that given Virginia and the presidential kind of contest, that uh, that we would even this early be talked about as potentially in play. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, you remember, we have other races um, that would impact turnout. So at a 76 or 70 percent turnout of registered voters, it's hard to see Virginia uh, being in play in terms of Republicans. But the fact that that's in that larger group of about uh, 14 or so, rather than the six that everyone says it's going to come down to or so, um, that's kind of uh, uh, interesting at this point. But my goodness, the crystal ball I have, you know, it, uh-huh. I broke mine years ago. <laughs> my, yeah. I dropped the damn thing and it's just <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, I mean, it's just so hard to predict anything uh, anymore. Nothing seems logical or or predictable, that's for sure. Well, as always, we thank you for your insights, Dr. Bob. We appreciate you uh, coming on and sharing those with us. We look forward to talking to you again. Oh, absolutely. You're always very kind and fun. So thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Dr. Bob. And, you know, remember, he he opted out for the drink instead of the cookies. Right. Probably a smart movie. Look, by the time this election cycle's over, we'll all be reaching for the drink and not the cookies. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're probably right there, Rose. 819 here on the Morning Jam. We'll have... Another life hack for you coming out of the break. Thanks for being here. If you do want to comment on what Dr. Bob said or anything that we've talked about, give us a call, 866-916-3776. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. With Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Sorry, I was just trying to work my own lyrics there. That's right. Ah, thanks. Yeah, that is a good time. Now, see, I don't. I don't know, know what, what that saying. was a minute ago. Good times. These are such good times. Oh, I thought she was just, you know, doing like Shimone. No. These are such good times. These good are good times. times. <clears throat> good times. Good yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Well, I was supposed to come out with a life hack. You were. Well, that was sort of kind of. <laughs> oh, you hacked it. All right. <laughs> that was a different kind of hack. <laughs> life hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. <laughs> morning Jam. Not the same thing. Help is on its way. All right. We've got some uh, some simple life hacks for you. Things that, you know, maybe you haven't thought about for a while. Maybe you knew them and you've just forgotten them. Uh, here is one. The easiest way to remove blood stains. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait a minute. No, no, no. We're not in going case, there. In case you might need it. Not like, but not like crime scene blood stains. Because, you know. That would need hydrogen peroxide and a visit to your local <laughs> Lowe's. Anyway, uh, the best way is to use oh simple my. bar soap. Okay. 
and cold water. Okay. Never use hot. It sets the stain. Use bar soap. Hand wash it really good. Yeah. And then toss it into the uh, the laundry. Have you seen that show, The Cleaning Lady? Yes. <laughs> Couldn't do that. No. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Uh, remember that five minutes of daily exercise is better than none. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm still working on it. Learn basic life knife skills because I'm, they'll pay off in the long run. I'm in the pondering mode for the last six months. I'm pondering what it would look like to exercise. <laughs> wow. While soliciting the broken cookies from Cookies by Peg. <laughs> so, <laughs> that seems a little counterproductive. You know what? People say my laugh is like the... Mugsley. Mugsley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's just how I laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Uh, the amount of time you save learning good knife skills will help you for the rest of your life and it will far outweigh the time it takes to to learn them to be in the kitchen with somebody mm-hmm. who doesn't know how to to use a knife properly to chop vegetables and things like that drives me crazy right especially if they're like yeah i'll help you you want me to cut those up for you and then i'm like twitching right. over on the side <laughs> nope i'm good you know <coughs> sorry you know you know there's a problem when they're using like you know a safety razor to try to peel a potato that's right. a problem you don't want you don't want that so there you go. I'm just wondering. Okay. If there's ever a crime committed and the the perp says, well, look, I heard something on the morning jam and I'm just doing <laughs> what I heard Janet Rose say. I mean, will you have to testify on your behalf? Let me just say, I have often wondered, like if something ever happened in my circle. That like if something happened to that, me, in other so, words? Well, or or like my ex or something. Right, right. And and they searched my crime, <laughs> well, my, my history. To, or they searched SoundCloud. <laughs> well, on the 24th of December, you said, said, the great Christmas Eve caper. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because I will, if I'm, if I'm reading about a true crime or if I've seen something, then I'll look it up. I'll look up how they did stuff. Right. You know, I, I might look up how, how they, you know, poisoned somebody with the... Uh, antifreeze or something right. like that well on this date you research your, yeah your word to, search i know i know right which is why i'm a little concerned about this next two story. words antifreeze death well <laughs> this next story mm-hmm. uh, i'm a little concerned about because it's about <laughs> execution by nitrogen gas oh gee well so, we've been hearing about that on even on cbs news yeah so this death row inmate in alabama mm-hmm. is is Set to to be put to death mm-hmm. today by nitrogen hypoxia is what they call it. And this is the first time they've ever done this. And so his his lawyers are saying, and I don't know that they're wrong, it, it, that they're using this guy like a guinea pig, like he's he's being tested mm-hmm. basically. And I, I just wonder if it's going to go through. Now, they're saying this is the most painless and humane method of execution known to man, but they've never executed anybody that way. So how do they know? Yeah. I mean, the the only thing they... Well, you can't bring them back from the dead to say, well, how did it feel when you slipped off into eternity? Well, we do know that the last time they tried to do the lethal injection, that didn't go well. Well, how many times did they say they jabbed him? I don't know, but he was on the gurney for four hours. Oh, my gosh. And and I'm just, I'm surprised they're even... I, that, that they that, didn't make some exception for that. that thing where, like, if they zap you and you don't die, they, like, they, they can't, can't do it they again. Can't do I, it thought again. I thought that was a yeah, thing, too. Yeah. I think, we, like, you what cheated are the odds death. that both of us would make that up? Right. 
That no, must no, be I've a heard thing. that. I've heard that. Like if they survive the execution. Yeah. Somebody said, you know, public hangings always work. We never had any issues with those. <laughs> wow. Well, which isn't true. They did have issues sometimes. Yeah. They'd have to, you know, get the leg. Oh, but, oh no. Oh, they, oh, yeah, they yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but a good old-fashioned firing squad. Well, yeah. So is it, is it true that they line up 10 or 12 and, and nobody only, knows. Only ha- one of them has a real bullet yeah, in it. Yeah, that's the way it used so to be. So they don't have to know mm-hmm. which one actually took out the yeah. life. Yeah, they're saying that this is uh, this is a quick way to go. Of course, the only people have died accidentally right. this way, and some people have tried to commit suicide mm-hmm. that way. Um, yeah, I don't know. And of course, Smith says he's been mistreated by the Alabama justice system. Uh, they haven't given me a chance to heal. From the lethal injection debacle of 2022, mm. uh, they they won't even let me have um, post-traumatic stress disorder, mm. you know. Well, they're wow. going to save you from that, sir. You're not going to have to deal with that Dale's anymore. Dale's checking in said the guillotine. Well, worked, yeah, you know. that's that's a surefire one. Yeah. Uh, he was, uh, in 1988, 1988, he murdered a preacher's wife. Right. He was uh, Tell the story of the, all the people that were involved in that have died except for him. Yes, uh, the the his partner they they killed this woman for a thousand bucks each. Mm-hmm. His partner was killed by lethal injection. He's been gone. The husband, the pastor, the pastor, who the minute he was identified as a suspect, shot himself. Yeah. So he's this is the last one yeah. standing. Interesting. Uh, killed a forty something pastor's wife in nineteen eighty eight. Wow. So I, I don't know that this is going to go through, though. My gut says that they might stop it. Well, we've invested a lot of money in this criminal. How many years? That's Since 1988. Sure. It's a long time. Don't botch the, ne- the next one. Right. I mean, come on. Get her done. Get her done. Let's, you know, he doesn't I mean, need if a- that were me, I'd want it done. Just yeah. get it over with. And currently, we have uh, temperatures in Danville are really nice mm-hmm. uh, in the in the 60s, but we're getting there uh, in other places. Roanoke is seeing some light rain right now and 52 degrees. Uh, Lynchburg also seeing some rain uh, right now and uh, is 55 degrees. Okay. And then Danville is uh, certainly much warmer and nicer uh, there in the 60s. Okay. And, of course, we're getting rain everywhere right now i just i just went to pull something off the printer and it it is uh still pretty foggy out there was it that foggy when you yeah. went out to get the oreo cookies that it i'm was. still looking at <laughs> hmm. yeah okay yeah it was uh it was pretty foggy all right pretty rainy uh we'll so do be a, careful out there because we had a uh accident on 460 yeah bo- doc, tractor uh, trailer uh, trucker bob almost called him well he's dr trucker bob we had us. several actually mm-hmm. we had uh marco was telling us and and several of our trucker buddies okay we're talking about it all right sounds good uh we're going to go to a call here in just a second i just want to recognize as i stated a little bit earlier roanoke blacksburg regional airport celebrating 91 years of commercial flights it all started in 1933 at the airport and uh, the municipal Roanoke Airport originally was a midway point on a three times per week flight from D.C. to Nashville. And now the airport has around 20 departing flights per day. Congratulations uh, to make that milestone of 91 years. They were flying during World, you know, World War II uh, in that airport. As a matter of fact, during the World War II era, uh, they used it as a, a training ground uh, for our troops. So uh, congratulations to the Roanoke 
Blacksburg Regional Airport. Flown out of there many a times. Pretty cool. Well, a local soccer field uh, just got torn up over the weekend, and they're trying to get volunteers to get it back into shape. Central Virginia United Soccer Club provides opportunities for area children through the rec programs and teams. When uh, Simon French visited the fields earlier this week, he said his heart sank because he arrived to find the fields torn all to pieces by what he believed was someone on a motorbike. Mm. He says the fields are now in need of extensive and costly repairs. He called the complex a labor of love. He said, we do our best to maintain it with the limited resources and financial budgeting we have. But ultimately, it's just another trying issue that we have to move forward from. Uh, French is the executive director. Authorities were contacted, but it remains a mystery as to who did it. The club is currently in the process of seeing just how much it's going to cost to get the repairs done. Uh, Any funds used on the field will mean less money for programs and scholarships for the kids. But if you'd like to donate to help with the repairs, you can contact the club at 434-846-6540. There is also uh, an email that you can reach as well. Uh, Just a simple Google search should drive you all to that online. We had Dr. Bob on at 8 o'clock. If you want to catch any of that interview, I will upload it to our SoundCloud page, which will uh, then disperse it to all these different places, Spotify, Google, Apple, and even iHeart. Just go to any of those around 11 o'clock, type in The Morning Jam on VTRN, and uh, we'll pop up. You'll see Dr. Bob's interview. One of uh, one of my buddies was texting a question, and Dr. Bob answered it. He said it was a good segment. And then, and then this was the question, Janet. I want to be on the staff of your cookie ministry. What do I need to do? I told him, send me your resume. Yeah. Yeah. That means you get no cookies. That's what that means. Hey, uh, White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre is defending President Biden's comments in Virginia. Oh, where he he called Terry McAuliffe our governor? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What'd she say? Uh, The recent comment... Uh, is she's attributing to the blunder as a joke that okay. it was supposed to be a joke right right biden made the remark during a speech at a virginia abortion rights rally of course there you go yeah, yeah. you good catholic you uh-huh. uh isn't he supposed to be a catholic <laughs> yeah he is yeah, that's He's what supposed I to be him and nancy yeah. pelosi mm-hmm. yeah uh he opened by saluting for him i gotta salute for you Terry <laughs> mcauliffe uh, when asked to explain the president's comments, Jean-Pierre said Biden was having a laugh. There's <laughs> nothing funnier than a than an abortion rally, is yeah, there? Yeah, have a Just laugh. Put over. you in a lighthearted mood. Yeah. Yes. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. This guy usually brings some levity to the show. Good morning. Well, I'll try my best, but please don't hold your breath. Uh, <laughs> uh, a couple things: the the wreck on uh 460 it's between uh cam campbell avenue and liberty university on the eastbound side Mm. a tractor trail is completely turned over they got cranes up there now oh wow so you can avoid that by all means uh you are going eastbound uh that that's a good thing Uh, i'm traveling up right now 29 uh, northbound up to uh, Charlottesville. Okay. Uh, the fog thick this morning. So that, uh, that is a terrible place to have an accident. It, it really is because a lot There's of people a lot come of in that way. Use it. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, Louise. Yep, sure is. Got the mountain right there, so it it it, uh, it can really play a factor into fog and what have you. Mm-hmm. So uh, please 
turn your headlights on and your fog lights on too. Yeah. Don't drive around without your lights on. Hey, while um, we while we got you here, Kevin, what's your advice for Nikki Haley over the next you know couple of months? Well, I I, I think that if if her money continues to pour in, she'll she'll continue to run. Yeah. But uh, when when you're looking at uh, President Trump, all that he's got going on um, in terms of the trial in New York, the trial in Fulton County, yeah. uh, and he's and he's dead set. I mean, the man the man probably sleeps maybe three or four hours a night. Uh, yeah. Uh, so if if he has a memory lapse, uh, it doesn't matter how old or how 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 young you are when you're try when you're doing that type of speaking. Oh my gosh. And you've got you've got trials coming out the wazoo. Yeah, you might get somebody confused, but like with brain brain dead Biden, he doesn't work at all, right? And and he, and he doesn't know who's who. So yeah, that, uh, that that's so. a very good point. Look at the work, the literal work schedule. They put the lid on the campaign or his his day a lot of times by two or three o'clock. So you have a window from about ten o'clock to two two thirty that this guy is halfway coherent. And you got Trump, like you say, going from from New York City to Georgia to these different things, and then he's doing campaigns nonstop. And you're saying the guy has a slip. Why do you think they do? Janet could testify to this because she traveled for many years singing music. The big piece of paper right in front of the artist says Cleveland, Nashville, right, Jacksonville, so you know where you are. Yeah, yeah, because you didn't, uh, honest and truly, you you know what town you were in, right. Because you would you would be in a different town every night for yeah. sure. So right, cut and cut you the. Never sleep, go ahead. You, you never sleep in the same bed at all. So you know you don't you know when I'm on the road, uh, you know I, I I tell people you don't sleep when you're on the road. You're lucky if you rest, mm-hmm. and then you got to get up true. and do all of it. Yeah, it, and, it and, would take and, me two or three days to get you know settled in enough that i felt like i could really sleep and uh, lots of times i was better off sleeping on the bus yeah because i was at least used to it hey we got a question from a listener said ask kevin what's going on westbound on 460 we're stopped on 20 right here at the 29 bypass it's probably that same accident isn't it well i understand it's it's eastbound it's you know you're going from campbell avenue to liberty so it's eastbound. That's where the I understand. That's where the wreck's at. Okay. Well, Campbell to Liberty would be but, west, though, but wouldn't Doctor, it? But Doctor, I think that's west. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I um Doctor or Trucker Bob said it was west. Yeah. So yeah, they've okay. got just just avoid that area yeah, for just a stay, while. Stay away. Give if them you a can. chance There's to diff- get that cleaned up. Different ways to get to Liberty if that's your destination. Like you can't ask. I'm a woman. You can't ask me. And I don't mean to be like you know defining putting things on women. But you, I don't know if it's west or east. I don't know. I mean, I need I need to know if I need to turn left at the Wendy's. That's what I need to know. <laughs> hey, appreciate the call, brother. We got another one coming in. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, I get turned around in a hotel. Like, I don't. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. Good morning. You're on the morning, Jam. Good, bo- good morning, Janet and Mark. This is Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Um, in fact, it is. It is the same accident. The truck, because I rolled right by this morning around about 6 o'clock. The truck was going west. Mm-hmm. A FedEx truck. He was a double trailer. Oh, okay. When he got into the curb right there, he lost the trailer on the back. 
the trailer on the back rolled over into the eastbound lane, and the truck rested on its side right there in the middle of the road. So it had to tie it up going both ways, east and west. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not good. People, you got to slow down when it's – we always see accidents like this. Yeah. Uh, and on 29, too. You hey, be careful out there, my friend. Jimmy, don't hang up because I want to ask you a question off the air real real quick. We're going to go into break here. So don't don't go anywhere. Stay right there. It is uh, 845. We got one more segment here. Some lighthearted stuff to get us uh, to finish get up our, the day. our Life Hack Thursday. Yeah. So thanks for being here. And everyone that has called and texted you guys are just, you know, totally awesome. And I mean totally awesome. Little Janet Jackson will take us to the break. Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. You found the right choice. It's the rebirth of common sense talk radio. The Morning Jam. Oh, it ain't nothing, Mama. What's that I smell? Well, I don't smell nothing. Smells kind of funny. Tell me what's that I smell? That's what the people on the American Airlines flight was saying. Okay, I'm pretty sure. I'm in. Go ahead. Yeah, Uh, it was uh, it it was a bad situation. It was a stinky situation. (laughs) Okay, a a gassy man. Oh lord! Apparently, oh brother, caused the plane to turn around that bad, and the passenger was asked to remove themselves. Wow! It happened on the 14th. During a flight from Phoenix right. to Austin, okay, the unidentified man was audibly disgruntled about something. They thought maybe he was hungover mm-hmm. and grumbling even before the plane left the gate. Interesting. Apparently, he was swearing and causing a disruption. Uh, then later on the flight, people were eating. Okay. When the man passed gas loudly and said, yeah, everybody, let's let's just eat the smelliest food possible all at the same time. Another passenger told the man to take a private flight next time if he didn't want to be around people who were eating. Right. To which the man replied something crude. Um, And then lots of people said to him, uh, saying that's so effing rude. And they said, well, we think you're the rude one here. Fartman replies something like, that's so low class. That's what they refer to him as. Wow. In the whole thing. Um, Everybody, uh, when the flight attendants interviewed um, with the passengers, Mm -hmm. said, this is enough. We're going to turn this plate around. And then they did. Now, for those of you that... If you don't straighten up, I'm turning this plate around. For those of you that missed the beginning, this was an American Airlines flight. American Airlines flight from, from Phoenix to Austin. Right and um turned around because well, yes. of one man one man and his awful smells and his awful smells uh yeah and apparently he just got his stuff and, and got out and was reportedly said to say smell you later <laughs> but no he, he didn't i'm just kidding he didn't really say that 
That is disgusting. <laughs> wow. Have you ever had to work with somebody who has issues like that and, and just has no manners? Because I have, and it's horrible. Right. It is horrible. And it's so it's awkward. It's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable. Well, it, at some point, it's beyond uncomfortable. Right. Because it, and, and I will say, I fall in to one of those things where, as especially if it's a man doing it in front of a woman, right. it's very disrespectful. Sure. And vice versa. Right. So, and I, and I told you, my to my husband, that's the worst thing that could ever happen. If he ever did that in public, he would be absolutely horrified. I, I horrified. This is silly, but I, I know a couple, and they will remain nameless. <laughs> I think it was five years they were married before she. Oh, okay. Was able broke to, wind. Yeah, yeah, broke wind, and it slipped. Oh no! And it was like, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm just dying over here. And and the husband finally said. So you do get gas. So you are real. You are actually a real person. She was this petite little blonde. Right. You know, just nothing. Well, I much prefer that over the people who like rate them and name them. So oh, I'm yes. perfectly well, okay with that. My wife can belch. I'm sorry. My daughter me. can. She can belch louder than anybody My else. My little tiny, sweet, beautiful, could be a model daughter. Right. It, if she gets a Coca-Cola, right. it is like, but it's, it's like, horrible. Does she belch and then... You know, Josh is the wrestler. I call him the wrestler. Yeah. Does she like belch out loud and then just tap him on the shoulder like, come on, we're in public. Stop it. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Because no, she doesn't like, do that. There's no way it would come out of her. It was me. I've known I've known women who have done other things and blamed it on their husbands, though. Jeez. Perhaps in elevators. Oh, that's, no, that anyway, is the worst place. That's the worst place. My gosh, no way to escape. Mm. Moving on past the gas. Um, <laughs> workers at a Maryland library recently found a surprise in their return box. Right. It was a Pink Floyd CD. Do they even rent, do they even rent CDs? I mean, do they even let, I, that's let a them great, borrow anymore? That's a great question. I don't, I don't know. It was checked out in 1989. The uh, Prince George's County Memorial Library System said uh, they were shocked to discover the Wish You Were Here CD that had been due back 35 years ago. So I went and got my library card again. Yes. Um, because that's one of the things I promised myself in this year I was going to read more, which mm. I have been, and I've mm -hmm. been enjoying it very much. Good for you. And um, But one of the things that they told me, because it's been a decade or more mm. since I've regularly used since the children were small that i regularly used okay. a, a library card yeah and they automatically renew your books did you know that i did not now the only reason they wouldn't do huh. that is if it was like a really high highly sought after and there was a waiting list for people right. to see it then they would they would hold it accountable right but other than that they just automatically renew it because i mean you remember late fees that was a thing Oh, I and know, I know. I remember a late fee. One of the children lost a library book. It was like a book on, like, jokes or something, like mm -hmm. kid jokes right, or something. Right. And, I mean, we looked for that book forever. And I think I, end, I ended up having to pay for the book. Did you? Okay. Because we couldn't find it. Yeah. And uh, that is just stressful Yeah. when that happens. But apparently they don't do that anymore. There, It's funny going back to, like, the 70s and 80s. And mm -hmm. there, I remember some joke books that were rather thick. Oh yeah, and just to go back and read some of those now, 
you know. Because they're lame dad jokes. <laughs> they would be dad jokes. Yeah, you could right. change the title and put dad, dad jokes. Dad jokes on them. You know, they were funny at the time. Right. That's right. So we've been doing some stories about, we did we did stories about the most interesting things that they tried to get through TSA. Right. Yeah. We did a story on uh, yeah. things that blocked up drains you're, you're, in the yeah, UK. Yeah, I was thinking the pipe within the pipe, which the pipe was just within, crazy. Yeah, that was a yeah. little odd. And, and then a tent. Legos. A tent. A two-person tent with a sleeping bag down a toilet yeah i mean that, or, that took or some work pipes i don't know yeah exactly <laughs> how i got there well some of the most unusual items to end up in the lost and found at wisconsin's lambeau field oh, okay yeah there, there are yeah. quite a few interesting ones lambeau field has been around forever and a day for uh, those, green bay packers yeah green bay packers mm-hmm. uh, kenneth cronin is the manager of guest services there mm-hmm. and he says there have uh, been slightly less than 800 items to end up at the lost and found okay uh, some people should get an award for even returning some of these things <laughs> right. uh he said some of the more valuable items include things like mobile phones mm-hmm. and credit cards right. and sometimes jewelry right. see that speaks well of those people sure sure for turning that in mm-hmm. he said uh, they have had some more unusual items come across the desk in his 16 years uh a walker <laughs> some hearing aids sorry this football game is too darn loud. I'm just going to take these out. Um, a pair of shoes. Right. Canes. Okay. So obviously they were, you know, they're using the cane to get in. And then they're, oh, yes, I'm going to need help yeah, gonna getting need- to my table. And then they just strut out. Right, right. They actually had, did you see the story? Side note. Sidebar, my lord. Get better uh, seats, yeah. The guy who took a walker into a, a store and pretended, and he was uh, sitting around, shuffling around with his feet, like in a wheelchair, uh-huh. and then ended up putting a bunch of stuff in the wheelchair and stealing it and ro- walking out. That is a low life wow. form right there. Uh, other things that they found uh, included scarves and blankets and dentures. Dentures. Wow. And passports. Okay. Probably the dentures, the weirdest one. Got about 30 seconds to get you in here before the show ends. You're on the morning jam. Good morning, Mark and Janet. It's John. Hi, John. Hi, I have a complaint about supposed customer service. I just called my insurance agent, Mm -hmm. which who I like, but I'm mad a little bit. Yeah. And they say, we will get back to you at our earliest convenience. I go, now, wait a minute. (laughs) Think about that. And I've heard this in other places. Who's the customer here? You'll get back with me as soon as you can, or you would not at your earliest convenience. That so much irritates me, if you want (laughs) Just well, make, or maybe nitpicky. They no no no. They misspoke because what they would say to you as the customer, mm. uh, Mr. John, if you would call us back at your earliest convenience, we would appreciate it. That would be appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Not I'm going to yeah. get back to you at my earliest convenience. But doesn't that say a lot about the world we live in right now? Oh, absolutely. It does. <laughs> I think Love it does. Call. Thanks, John. Thank Always you. Appreciate we appreciate your call, you. man. Yeah, <laughs> that just says everything you need to know. Yeah, because it would be appropriate if you were talking to your customer, but but you know for them to get back to you, right? <laughs> uh, can you imagine saying Somewhere. that to your kids? I know you're hungry, kids. I'll get to that at my earliest convenience. Sooner or later, I'll yeah, get to sooner you. Sooner or later, you'll be fine. <laughs> Here's a tic tac. All right, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Jeez. Look forward to uh, spending Friday. Yeah, Friday you. funnies we'll have uh, lined up for you here on the program. Thanks. Make today awesome. Enjoy those uh, those life hacks. Enjoy those cookies if you're if you're uh, going to try an Oreo in your coffee like I did earlier, and it actually worked. One coffee per eight ounces is what we found, right, Rose? Yep. I want to get it right. Yep.
All right, we'll see you tomorrow.